today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The question is, why are unemployment statistics important? These figures are taken as an indicator of the health of our economy, but are they details into how uh, the numbers play out uh, a less obvious measure of job quality? I don't know. It's, you know, why, why are these so important? There's only one guy to turn to when you have an important question like that. And that, of course, is Ian Lee with the Sprott School of Business at Carleton University in the nation's capital. Ian, welcome back to the program. My pleasure. So why are unemployment statistics important? Do we put too much focus uh, and give them too much credibility? Um, Those are excellent questions. If you go back literally only maybe 50, 60, 70 years before the Second World War, uh, in fact, you go back before the Depression, and um, unemployment was just seen to be uh, a natural, uh, uh, you know, problem in the universe. You know, it was like snow or rain or hail. It was not something you worried about. It was just the natural order. And it's only really in the post-Second World War uh, period, and I'm talking really the 60s and going forward, the rise of what we call the welfare, the modern welfare state, where governments became more and more and more concerned over unemployment because it became a political issue. You know, opposition candidates would run and say, you know, you're not doing enough. The government of the day is not doing enough to create good jobs for Canadians or Americans or whatever. And so in the last 50, 60 years, uh, the whole jobs issue has become much more politicized. I'm not saying it shouldn't be, by the way. I'm just comparing and contrasting it to once upon a time when uh, it was not discussed. I mean, you didn't, you didn't, it was not something you, uh, to talk about. Right. And so it did become much more important. But I do want to take issue, and just before I get really further into this, because I get the emails occasionally from strangers saying, well, you know, you live there in the ivory tower. You don't, you've never had a minimum wage job in your life. Actually, I dropped, <laughs> out of, I dropped out of high school in grade 12. I'm a high school dropout that went back after having a bunch of be- minimum wage jobs, including being unemployed for periods of time. And I went back and eventually got my Ph.D. and became a professor. So I have a very good experience being unemployed and having minimum wage jobs. And unlike the uh, author of the, uh, web, uh, the, the op-ed in the CBC website today by Don Pettis, and I, I admire him, I read his columns, but there was a bit of a sort of a, I thought in his op-ed, and it's not just with Don Pettis, but it's with others too, sort of a sneering at, at, at minimum wage jobs or so-called not good jobs. And I've just never ever believed that. Okay, that's a that's a great point to to stop on the the, the good jobs versus not good jobs. T- talk to me about your thoughts on that, Ian. Um, I and I'm again drawing very much on my own experiences. This was in the seventies, and people can say it doesn't count today. It sure does. In fact, I think it's more relevant today because we have young people who are trying to break into the workforce. They're trying to go up that ladder or multiple ladders and they're finding it very tough. And what I learned was you, actually, you absolutely have to get into the workforce and, develop, and get into the bottom in these minimum wage jobs where you learn the culture and the values of the organization. And, you know, again, people can sneer at that. But, you know, I remember when I first started working, I had a very casual attitude about showing up on time. I thought, you know, I was 18, 19, 20. What's the big deal? Don't get your knickers in a knot. So I got drunk the night before and hung over. It's not important I show up on time. The company is not going to fail. 
Yeah. And I realized, you know, you, you've got to change. You've got to mature and grow up, and yep. you've got to develop things. Like, you know, you've got to brush your teeth every morning, like I tell my students, and you have to shower every day, and you have to look respectable and presentable, and you can't curse and swear at your customers, you know, and so on. A whole bunch of tacit knowledge it's, of just unspoken it's, rules and regulations you only learn by working out there in the company. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.